I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair quest, quest, quest. Hello, and welcome to Vic Cohen's It's a Fair Question. You're listening to us live from the world-famous downtown Los Angeles's Skid Row Studios, corner of 7th and Olive, if you'd like. On the eighth floor, if you want to pop in and shock us, don't do that. That would be scary. Now, the reason I call the show It's a Fair Question is because on this show, there is no question that is ever off limits or too personal. That's right. And our guests, they know coming in here that any question may be asked to them. So be warned, guests sitting across from me, anything could happen. Now, before I introduce you all to my guest, who you're going to love, I just have to share some very exciting news to, for, to you. I was going to say for you, but it's to you. I usually don't talk too much about my own projects, but um, I just had an amazing weekend in New York City where a film that Howie Mandel created, he based on me, it's a documentary about my life. Uh, he started shooting it 16 years ago, and the film premiered at the Friars Club Film Festival, the Co- Friars, Cl- Friars Club Comedy Film Festival, And it did amazingly well, and it was very exciting. And I hope you all have a chance to look for it um, because it will be at other other premieres coming out. And you never know where else it may show up. But it was extremely thrilling, and it's the first time I had seen the film. And I got to say, I really like this guy, Vic Cohen. (laughs) Boy, that sounds really sad. Now, I actually love the film. Uh, You never know. It's scary, kind of. Like, what could someone do if they're going to do a film about your life and you've never seen it? It could be anything. But I want to thank you, Howie uh, Mandel, Steve Sunshine, Reed uh, Grinzel, and um, also uh, Rich Thurber. You guys did an amazing job. And seriously, it was a weekend of a lifetime for me. Second only to right now. Because I'm telling you, we have a guest. This guy has a last name that is perhaps one of the most famous last names in the entire world restaurant world at least in los angeles at least on fairfax avenue at least on fairfax avenue between melrose and beverly now if you live in los angeles you've been to this guy's restaurant you've at least driven by it and if you've just you know if you live here you know about it and so many people come here to visit it is called Cantor's, and with me is gary Cantor. hello sir thank you for having me on vic you're very kind no, well, you know what? Everything I said is true, at least the stuff about my premiere. Thank you. No, about you. I'm kidding. About you, too. I mean, seriously, you, I have had the pleasure. You know, it's really cool. One of the fun things about having a show is I get to bring in people who I find interesting. And, and they're people that, that pop into my life, and I want to share them with all of you listening. And this is one of those guys. You know, I love deli. Listen, deli's delicious. Food is love. And that great corned beef and pastrami, it's always a pleasure to Serve everybody great food. Well, you do it well. Thank uh, you. Now, we were shooting um, a show that's out right now on TBS called Deal With It, where I'm a writer and an actor. And we shot both our first and second seasons, and hopefully we'll shoot many more. And Gary was the guy at the restaurant that was like our point guy. We got and, to the good hand-cut pastrami and everything and make everyone happy. Oh, my God, that pastrami. Best, best in America. You know, here's my one comment, and I'm going to be on this show, everything's honest. That pastrami, you need to serve the way you served it to us. 
Well, it's for VIPs only. It's a special way that my grandfather taught me how to prepare. Now, when you say your grandfather, he's the guy who kind of kicked this thing off, he and his brother, correct? Ben Cantor started this in Los Angeles in 1931 with my grandmother, Jenny, and they were on uh, Brooklyn Avenue for many years, and then we moved to the Fairfax location. And now, currently, you and your brother and your sister... And a lot of cousins and cousins. And everybody. There's like seven family members. Everybody does a great job. And you run the joint. Everybody runs it and just goes, and it's just an honor to be there. Well, I would say that my experience with you is your role must be Mr. Hospitality. You know, it's um, do the PR well, make friends with everybody, make everyone feel special, and, and give them delicious food, and you feed the world. I want to tell you, well, you've been doing, you guys have been doing it a long time, and... I'm going to tell you, we're going to exchange. I'm going to play a little game with you. Okay. Now, I want to be very clear. This isn't some commercial for Cantor's. Okay. The only reason you're here, by the way, is because <laughs> I was hoping there'd be more rugula than you brought. Okay. No, the reason you're here is because you, you guys are an institution. I mean, to me, having you here would be like bringing someone in who runs the art, you know, like the opera. We downtown, started at the 10 Philharmonic. Cent, it's 10 cents a sandwich in 1931. So there's not many places that have been in L.A. 83 years. No, you're correct. Yeah. That is true, or anywhere yeah. for that matter. Now, um, my favorite three foods at your deli. Now, I, you don't know this, but I did a Yelp review on you. I did. Okay. Thank you. And I, yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> my Yelp reviews create business. Okay, thank you. Yes, I'm telling <laughs> you. And, you know, I'll tell you what I, what I went crazy about. And it takes a lot for me to get crazy. But I'm an, I am a matzo ball aficionado. Tell me, Gary, what did you guys do to your matzo ball recipe in the last few years? Because something changed. You know, sometimes they might be in a hurry in the kitchen, but it's the same recipe. And you just, make, he makes, cranks out five, 600 of them every day. Who's he? You got a guy named We've had just a cook, a a cook in the kitchen for the last 30, 40 years. So really? You never let him leave? He doesn't want to leave. He gets to eat as much as he, he wants. He sleeps there too? He makes the matzo ball <laughs> soup, the chicken soup, the briskets, roast the turkeys. What's his name? Give him a shout out. We just call him Buddy Buddy. <laughs> okay it's actually arturo 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 he's a very traditional cook. jewish name he came right from russia he, he learned from the other cook and everybody's been there a long time so well arturo you make some incredible matzo balls they you really he's do he's a They're, great man he really is he's got a lot of patience yeah well how many matzo balls do you guys sell a week Thousands of them. Yeah, and and they're fantastic. Do you put schmaltz? No, no schmaltz? schmaltz, but he makes them every day. That's the first thing that he does when he gets there. He puts all the matzo meal together with, makes them and puts them in the pot, and they boil for about fifty minutes, and they they double in size. Yes, Arturo's balls double in size. You can't help but go there, right? I mean, <laughs> it just kind of writes give, itself. You but, give matzo ball soup. It's comforting. A little matzo ball soup. It's good anytime. Well, they say that it's Jewish penicillin. Yes. And there, for those of you who don't know what a matzo ball is, it's a dumpling, essentially. Yes. Main ingredient is matzo meal. And matzo meal is crumbled up pretty much matzo, that flat sheet bread that yes. Jewish people eat at Passover. And so there's no leavening. No. In that. And how else would you describe a matzo it just, ball? It's, it's like you said, a dumpling. It's delicious. And people eat them in the middle of the night, sometimes they eat them for lunch, and you can eat them anytime. They're delicious. Now, tell me, Gary, what exactly is your role within the family business? You know, I started there when I was about 14, 15 years old, working behind the bakery. So I learned what the babkas are and the different danishes. Babka is a dessert. Like a Jewish coffee cake like your grandmother would make. And uh, apple strudel, all the danishes and the cheesecakes, and it just uh, started out there as a kid. And then learned the deli as I got older. My grandfather used to teach me how to cut the pastrami and corned beef and 
just uh, just had a great time growing up there, and it's just the best memory ever. A great family. So you're 15, is that right? I'm 14, 15 14, years old at the time, and uh, Danish was a quarter, and it was a nice way to meet girls, give them a cookie. Yeah, tell me about that. Uh, We always gave out a lot of cookies, and we always had a lot of girlfriends. Cookie for some... Just, uh, just, uh, it's always nice to be nice to everybody. And just <laughs> I think make we friends. know where we're going. Yes. There's a little subtext the there. The cookies are good. Yeah, I'm sure. And so were the cookies. <laughs> it was probably the best time ever. <laughs> well, you were the most popular kid in high school? I went to several schools. For seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade. I was moving around quite a lot because I had too many girlfriends to really study. Are you serious? I swear were to you God. Were like dropping out of school? No, it was Being just John, John Burroughs. No, not throwing just two. I didn't really want to do homework. And uh, my grandfather told me, look, all you have to do is add and subtract. So I knew I always had a great business waiting for me. So why not have some fun? Did you have a learning disability? No, are you kidding me? I got a photographic memory. You had a girl disability. Just kind of hey, stay away from having them. fun. You got to have a good time. So were you asked to leave these schools because your grades weren't good? No, I just uh, sometimes didn't go to class because I had too many girlfriends. We were having fun elementary school no it started at 14 and a half so, so junior high J- john burroughs bancroft i went to buckley i played eight hey, where are football. these schools not everyone's going to know where they are this uh, is like by like hollywood hollywood was like bancroft which was a great school okay. i mean I had the best time ever and then buckley was one of the best schools in the valley i think troy aikman went there years ago a lot of people don't know that yeah. pastrami is actually an aphrodisiac well we, <laughs> the pastrami when it's cooked <laughs> right fork tender is delicious well, you know, you do have, there is something just incredible about your pastrami. Now, I wanted to do, I was thinking, I'm going to have Gary Cantor in here. So I've got to do something special for Gary Cantor, the guy who grew up in the business. I figured, what would be the ultimate test for Gary Cantor? And this is what I came up with. Are you ready for a little game? Sure. Okay. I have brought three little pieces of corned beef sandwich. Okay. I have three different plates. I want you to taste them right now. Okay. You don't want to take too long with this. Okay. But I want you to tell me which is the corned beef section from Cantor's. Okay. I'll and I'm going to hand them to you right now. Yes. I snuck them in here when you weren't looking. Okay. Or I don't think you saw them come <laughs> no, in. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Here is number one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, you don't have to use okay. the fork. No. Okay. Just put it flat down. Don't. I just, like it. Okay. And then... Uh, I want you to taste that, and uh, I've got some water to okay. cleanse your palate. I notice you're not—you're going right for the meat, no bread. Okay. Okay. We have a little. We have Pretty a little good. deli music ta- uh, tasting music. Pretty good. This is our. This is. Uh, okay. Very aggressive deli eating music. Um, you know what? That's giving me indigestion, and I'm not even eating. Let's kill the deli eating music. I'm a good eater, buddy. Buddy. <laughs> Let's Very kill good. it. Very good, by the that way. That was a good idea. That's a good Wasn't sandwich. It? Okay, so you liked that one. Very good. And what did you like about that? It tasted good. It's good corned beef. The bread was good. It's it's definitely a, an A sandwich. So you think it could be Cantor's? It's not Cantor's, but it's very good. It's not Cantor's. No. But it's excellent. Okay, it's here's excellent. another one. Try this one. We got three here. Okay. All on the same plate, all presented the same way. Again, you're going right for the mm. beef. Not using the fork. Is that just old school? You just get right in there. Get right in there. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Excellent. How would you how how would you how are you judging it by the t- the richness of the meat, the way it's cured? This tastes like exactly it's canners. So you say the second one is canners. Yeah. First one not canters. What no, do you this wanna, is canners. 
Do you want to at least try the third one? Uh-huh. I mean, just so we can get through this. And Absolutely. Maybe this will change your mind. And here it goes. Number three of the taste test. Again, Gary Canner, it's I'm in his blood. Canner's Deli is in his blood. Says, <laughs> buddy, you can never get a bigger expert. <laughs> okay, there's number three, sample number three. The question is, something. which of those came from Canner's? I'll tell you right now. Wow, you're really into that one. I, you're These like a machine. These two came from Canner's. This one here, I think, came from Langer's. Really? You this th- first one was Langer's, the other two are Canner's. So you, you think then perhaps I'm pulling a fast one on you, maybe, and that, well, and that two of them. I know my rye bread, so this is my rye bread. I know my corned beef, so this is, these two are canners. This okay. came from Langer's. Okay, I want you to look at the bottom, lift yeah. up that bottom of that okay. one, and what does it say? Canners. It okay. says canters. All right, buddy, Ding, buddy. ding, ding, ding. Okay, canters. canters. Wait, now hold buddy. on. Okay, buddy. You buddy. were correct. Okay, buddy, buddy. Now, what about that? First one. It, it was very good. It's very but similar to ours. Wait, but, don't look. Okay. So, oh, okay. Canters. Well, they I'm, were I'm, all canters. You got me shocked because uh, Langer's does a good job, but uh, these two, I know my rye, rye bread. This was a little bit different of a rye bread. So, so the rye bread through you. Well, this is a, like a little bit different crust on number one, and I know our crust is more solid. So this is a bit, little bit of a lighter crust. You are actually a rye bread geek. Well, I, I grew up, I've been doing this for 40 years, so I got to know rye bread. Hold that up to the camera and show them because he's actually correct. Okay. The the the, the bread, what the bread part. Well, this There's is like, is that some meal? This oh, is our like, bread, so I know what our bread wait, tastes wait, wait, like. Wait, 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 you, you, no, but point out there was some like, what is that? Is that cornmeal? This is corn corn rye. This is our famous corn okay, rye. Okay, so you we, saw it was on the side there. Yeah. Hold and that up right it. to the camera. Show there it. Hold go, it buddy, there. Buddy, There's the Corn rye, right Delicious there. Delicious bite. Okay. And then show us the mm. corn rye and the other one. That's okay. what made you... This is corn rye. Canner's corn Hold rye. Hold it straight up. Let them really see that corn rye. This is a big right moment. There, mm. You know, in deli history, we need to okay. learn. I okay. Mean, the first one, I know it says canners, but the bread... It's a little Hold it lighter. up, really. It's Hold little, it for five seconds. I want them to push it all the way it's in. It's a little softer. Yeah, right up to the lens. Really let them see it's that. A, it's a little bit yeah. softer on the rye bread. So I know it says canners, but I, I just don't know if we have that light of a flower. But it's very good. Very so, good. So, you know, um, you know, we did, I did try and pull a fast one on you. And you, all, you kind of uh, almost outsmarted me by saying two of the three were from Canners. I could taste it. But they're all very good. They're What's your three. cholesterol? Cholesterol's probably about 200. Right. Okay. Is that good or bad? That's kind of high. I'm just feeling good, so I feel good. Well, you might want to get tested at a doctor. Okay, I'll definitely check. I mean, you're I a good was, guy. I hate to see you uh, no, drop I, dead. I, listen, I'll, I'll get checked out as soon as, you, every six months we get a checkup. I don't know if you got the memo, but you know, <laughs> the okay. corned beef and all that, that's not like health food. Well, honestly, when it's lean like this, it's delicious. I'm going to try another bite. Mm. The man loves his meat. Right. You cannot stop. It's delicious. Thank you for bringing this in. Mm. You're welcome. Mm. <laughs> Buddy, bite. Mm. I've never seen anyone go crazy about, like over right. corned beef. I'm a professional eater. And you've been eating corned beef for forever. Since I was a kid. Mm. You're probably like 50% like DNA is corned beef. This is absolutely delicious. Thank you for a nice snack. No, you, thank you for, uh, thank you. because You I've, guys are amazing. I am, I'm thrilled to have you here and I wanted to see what. I actually I, brought an old canner's menu from 53. So this is our 53 menu. You could get corned beef sandwich for 50 cents in the good old days. Yeah, that was, and that was probably then even expensive, yeah. right? But uh, It was always, you know, a little bit more because we made everything there, so all our salad dressings and the bakeries right. there, and we bake everything ourselves. Now, Gary, um, this is called It's a Fair Question. Yes. Do you guys own that building on yeah, My Fairfax? mother and father own the property. Your mother and father? Yes. Okay. 
do you stand to inherit that multi-zillion dollar piece of property? It's you know, a fair it, question. It's a family <laughs> business, so everybody's under the family umbrella. So there's okay. a brothers, a sister, everybody's under that same umbrella. Okay. Now, Gary, I'm going to share some information with you. You probably okay. know, but I want to remind you okay. as I set up this question. Yes. Okay. You're part of a family empire. Yes. Your father, grandfather started this way back when, 30s. Came 1931. Over. It actually started in Jersey City in 24. Right. Long time. Yeah. Now now your family owns the parking lot, you told me earlier. Yes. About the Before property we, years yes, ago. Owns the building. Prime real estate. It's 32,000 square feet. Right. Owned. Yeah. You guys. That's it. You know, we just were very fortunate that, that everybody knew what they were doing, and uh, it's just an easy right. blueprint to follow. Have you ever heard of the saying, sitting on a gold mine? <laughs> you know what? I We just, uh, we love the business, and we just love interacting <laughs> with the, the public and the customers, and it's just always a good day to be at the deli. Okay, not my question, yeah. but a good answer to yeah. another question, because okay. here's my question okay. here. Uh, why do you work? I, I do you love, even I, need to work? No, I do love working. I mean, aren't it. you like a multi-zillionaire? You know what? I, I don't even really look at the money. Everybody eats well, and so long we're all tucked in at night, everybody's happy. It's a fair question. A f no, it is a fair question. Everybody's very comfortable. I mean, you know, the sandwiches are fairly <laughs> priced, but, you know, there's got to be... That, to me, is a gold mine, a factory over you know there. You know what? It's, a great, it's money. a great family. I love and it's my a great mother. thing. My grandparents were amazing. My mother and father were amazing. And they they're still us. alive, right? They're alive. Your and parents. They'll be around for a long time. And, and God willing. great parents and just very lucky to come from a, a, such a nice family. Right. So you don't, um, the money part of it, is it something you know is there, but you don't really make that the focus? I don't even look at it as money. It's just, it just, when you see all the baked goods and the sandwiches coming out and people enjoying themselves, it just makes you feel proud of who you are. And I'm very proud to be a canter. Right. Well. So that's what, that's what does it for that's me. That's great. Yeah. I like that. Now, um, how, how old is the oldest employee? I mean, some of these waitresses look like they might have served Christopher Columbus. <laughs> you know what? One waitress just passed away a couple of years ago. Her name was Jeannie, and she was there from 1956. To give you an idea, we 1856, <laughs> 1956, and one of the deli men there, George, one of the top deli men, he's from Greece, has been there from since 1965. So you got a guy from 65. Yeah, that's so what still is that, there. 49 years. Yeah, and our head baker was there in the early 60s. So he's uh, he'll be retiring very very soon. So this is family. Oh yeah, everybody's. A, when they've been with you 40, over 40 years, 30 years, they're, they're like family. You take care of them and it's, uh, you treat everybody special. Well, I think that um, part of the experience of eating at Canners is the wait staff. And it's well, the people who see you. Oh, it's the whole works. They're classics. You can't even find these people at Central Casting. They just show up, you hire them. Once they're there, they're there forever. And they're they loyal. Well. They're, real, they're loyal, huh? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they're loyal. They're great people. They're an extension of who you are, so... It makes uh, makes a difference. Do you guys have like deli seminars where you sit everyone down and talk about like, you know, this is the canner way. <laughs> you know, is there a motto? I, I'm just like PR. I try to make everyone happy and take care of like the Dodgers and a lot of the VIPs that eat there. My sister actually handles the, the department of, of hiring and, and firing. So that's her area. And she does a great job. Her name's Jacqueline. Okay. So if you're looking for a waiting job. Yes. Call Jacqueline. <laughs> Jacqueline's the best. She'll, she'll sit you down, you fill out an application, and uh, you're ready to rock and roll. Now, I understand. I would imagine you must go through a lot of people because it's not an easy no, job. It's, listen, running to the kitchen, running to the bakery, running to the deli to pick up your orders, it's a lot of 
walking. So you could walk three, four miles a day easily. Now, you guys have been around so long. I'm sure some crazy stuff has happened in that restaurant. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to go through a little bit of a minor laundry list. Yes. And I'm curious. Okay. Okay. I hate to start with this one. Okay. But, you know, robberies. Sure. No, we've always been good. No problem. Open 24 hours. We've been open 24 hours since 1953, and it's always run smoothly. Deaths. Has anyone ever died in your dining room? No, but a couple people have requested to be buried in a canner's T-shirt. And really? we, we gave them the T-shirt. Yeah, a lot of long-time Just customers. that? No pants or underpants? I'm not sure about that, but they I requested... I hope that was a closed casket. They, they requested the, the canner's T-shirt, and, you know, when customers have been eating there 30, 40 years, you have to right. make the request They're happen. basically pickled. If they've been eating there that long. We joke around, (laughs) but a lot of customers become family almost, and you just have to treat them as family. And once in a while, you just make them happy and give them special food, and and that's part of their... uh, They've been there so long. Yeah, I mean, they've been there thousands of times, and you got to give them a Danish once in a while. Give them some ruggle and make them happy. Or a T-shirt if they they kick. I swear to you, one gentleman wanted to be buried in a canner's T-shirt, and we, we got him an extra large. He's a big guy. Well, we want him to rest in peace. <laughs> you don't want it to be snug. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> for, the, keep, for the rest of your life. You got to keep him happy. Afterlife. If not, they'll nag you to death. So we just got to keep you happy the first time. What about mobsters? I could see, you know. Uh, oh, my gosh. I could just see a lot of bad guys. You like, know what? There's, in there's there definitely and... been some characters. Uh, the location that we have now, not so many, but the other location on Brooklyn Avenue, all the guys from back east, they'd come out here, mm-hmm. hang out on the corner. You know, they tell you which horse was going to win. and uh, You're talking about when you were in a different part of L.A. I, yeah, it was East L.A., it was Brooklyn and Soto, and uh, those were really the heydays when, when the California was being built and everything really originated on Brooklyn Avenue. Brooklyn Avenue. Brooklyn and Soto in Los Angeles, in, East L.A. Okay. okay, just to be clear. Yeah. Now, you have a very big Hollywood connection with this restaurant, Yes, correct? all the stars... Every we all, the the Warner Brothers people we always catered all the movies and uh, some people I met a lady and a man they were actually married in 1931 we catered their wedding and then when he died you gave him a T-shirt we gave him a T-shirt and it's a beautiful uh, story you know what just there you got to <laughs> make the customers happy but the good old days when those guys came in town they they knew which horses were going to win and they hey give me a good corned beef sandwich and uh, you know number five in the fifth race. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen over the years just being in that restaurant? You know, it's, you know, you could definitely, a lot of memories, a lot of stories, but what I've learned is just keep everyone happy and uh, just just treat everybody special and everything will go smooth. So I understand that there's a secret elevator. You know, we do have, there's a basement there. So in the basement, we pickle the pickles and the corn beef's down there, but uh, in the other room, we have a special elevator, and uh, it's for loading supplies up and down. Now, uh, the reason that's kind of unusual, for those of you who are not familiar with Los Angeles, places don't have basements generally. It's not like the Midwest or the East. Well, it just uh, came with the building. When we bought the building, it came with the basement, so it's uh, it's there, and we you know keep all our, our store some goods downstairs. Now, I hear some rumors about JFK or one of the Kennedys and Marilyn Monroe. Please tell me. You know, a lot of times when JFK was in town, his press secretary, Pierre Salinger, used to come to Canners and pick up platters of, of meat, corned beef, pastrami, turkey. And uh, we had a banquet room upstairs, and uh, a couple parties took place in, in the 60s that were uh, some pretty good parties to be at. Were you there? 
I, well, I was just a little kid at the time, but uh, I've heard some nice stories. And uh, you know, Gary, years, Gary, hold yeah. on a second. Okay, I fed you some of your own corned beef. <laughs> okay. Right? Yes. We've had a nice little conversation. <laughs> yes. Let's hear some of those stories. I know all of you listening yeah. want to know. Come on. Well, a little bit. R- rumor has it that JFK used to take the elevator upstairs because he had a bad back, and sometimes uh, while they were dining upstairs with 30, 40 people, I think Marilyn Monroe used to eat there all the time with Arthur Miller, and uh, without Arthur Miller, she used to come up to the banquet room and, and say hello. She attended a couple parties. What does that mean, say hello? I, I wasn't there, so I didn't see right. it myself, but uh, they had some great parties in the banquet room, and CBS is right up the street, right down the street. So when You're making this so hard for me, Gary. No, but they used I'm to have all have kinds of parties up there. They, they had the best parties in town. At okay, Canada's let me ask you this. Room. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Okay. Would, are there, I've heard rumors, and I don't know, yeah. but you would know more than me, <laughs> that Marilyn Monroe and JFK perhaps had sexual relations in that elevator. It, it's, it's a possibility that they had a rendezvous. Just one? A couple. A couple. A couple. Was this while Arthur Miller was in the building? You know, Arthur Miller was there like in 59. So this is like 60, 61. So you know, maybe when he was on a movie shoot, she said, came over for a little corned beef on rye. So to speak. But why well, was why was this happening in your restaurant? Well, when we first opened in 53, we were like the first 24-hour restaurant, deli, and bakery in the city. So, you know, this town, nothing was open at 2, 3 o'clock What in about the going in a hotel or parking in a parking lot? Well, somewhere? you could get hotel food. I mean, room no, service is great. No, I'm saying if they want to be alone, why are they going in your elevator? Well, we had uh, above the kibitz room is our banquet room. And we now, just have- so you all know, the kibitz room is another section of the restaurant. It's it's kind of sectioned off with a bar and, yeah. you can, and bands play and that kind of thing. Yeah, so the banquet room always would hold like 100 people in there. So they, they had weddings up there, bar mitzvahs, uh, several parties. So... It was just going strong, and then in the 70s, we had to shut it down because it was just getting too popular. Okay. And so this was like the scene. It was a very cool scene. Uh, when CBS was having get-togethers, they'd come to Canners afterwards and go upstairs, and a lot of the stars would have their rap parties upstairs. And, uh, you know, it was the good old days. Anything well, went. Why not open that banquet hall up again? You know, it's just... Uh, Right now, it's our parts department, so we keep a lot of the parts. Sounds like it was your parts department back then. <laughs> yeah, we had parts <laughs> department, but it's it's we turned it into a, like a storeroom, so now it's got its own its own aura and no more parties. You have to have the parties downstairs. Well, I think you guys need to start throwing parties up there. It's not a bad idea. There, who knows? Anything could happen. I mean, it's it's a very cool there. street. It's a very trendy street. I mean, a lot of things have happened in the last couple of years, and there's like 30 new businesses. You're talking Fairfax. On Fairfax Avenue. It's totally, totally cool. Super now, cool. Okay, you walk in, just for those of you who've never been there, you walk in, and how would you just, to me, it's like you're in a New York deli. It, it's, it, it, there's a smell. It it's smells a like a smell. Deli. You smell the pickles, and the bakery's kind of at an angle, mm-hmm. and they got the cheese danishes and cheesecakes, and it hits you all at once between the pickles and the corned beef. You're going to get hungry, and then you wait in line, and then you get seated, and the waitress will serve you. Tell me, tonight, I was at your restaurant, yeah. okay? Because, and it was a natural thing. I was hungry, but secretly, I was hoping to bump into you, yeah. maybe nudge you for a couple pounds of rugula to bring along. Yeah. Uh, we didn't, I, I failed in that department. I have them in my trunk. But No, no, no. But <laughs> I ended up, uh, be, and I truly was hungry, and I yeah. really wanted to eat there. And it's close to where I live. So I went in, I had the matzo ball soup, and I fell into your little trap that I know you you, you secretly <laughs> want because I went to the bakery afterwards and I bought a few things. Well, it's and dangerous. The bakery is dangerous and I've, I've sampled everything there and it's delicious. Yeah, Everything's it made on premises. 
Now, I want to give you some suggestions for the restaurant, okay? Because okay. I'm a customer. Yes. And I these are some things. I don't know if you need to take notes. Okay. Do you have a pen? I can remember things very well. You have, you have a good memory? Very good. Because I think this is important. Okay. Number one, remodel the bathrooms. I 100%. 100%. Okay. I um, totally agree. Now, I'm a customer, yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm actually part of the family. Yes, you okay? are. Okay? It's yes. like I'm talking to yes. dad or my brother. Yes. I'd say it's time for the bathrooms yes. to be there. I'm telling you. I totally agree with you. I mean, because it takes me out of the meal. I, can I, t I 100% agree I order, with you. I order, I'm excited, I go to the bathroom, it pulls me you out. You know what? I'd love to see, like, new tiles and just- What's going on? I, Why is know, that such a struggle? I don't think they understand that the bathroom is very important. My scalp is tingling, and when it does that, I feel but, like I'm being confrontational. You know I'm not I, trying to be. I want, when you go into the bathroom, I want you to think like Elvis just walked in here, and it's just comfortable, and it's just cool. So. What well, smells like Elvis died in there? Well, it, it's That's a possibility. The, and he, <laughs> it's a possibility. Yeah. But here's the thing. The food is so good. I know. And I want you guys, from A to Z, Yeah. it, it diminishes you all definitely that need, they, ha they have to work on that. I'm going to definitely tell them. I've been I, telling them that for years. It's but, a true uh, thing. Somehow they just don't see it, but I'm going to have to talk to them. I'm telling you. I mean, you can be retro and still, you I, know. I'm going to have to talk to them a little bit about that. We, yeah. gotta, we definitely and have to If you want, I will meet with them. I thank as you. As family. We always say we're all family. <laughs> it needs to be done. We can have uh, a family meeting. I'm 100% with you. And I'm a fan. Yes. Don't take that the no, wrong No, no. It, it's absolutely. I totally agree. Here's one thing yeah. I love. I'd love to see more of it. <laughs> I hope this isn't being obnoxious. No, no. But I really actually feel I have an investment in your restaurant. You do. I, you know what? There aren't a lot of great delis. You, yeah. I only want you guys to, not that you Thank need my you. help. You've no, done pretty we, well without me. No, but we love me. everybody and we're happy to have great people. You don't love everybody. Well, Come we on. do. We do. If, we what if a guy in the KKK walked no, well, in and sometimes, said, But you know what? Sometimes the customers could be a little bit rough when they come in, but when they leave, they're happy. Right. So once they eat the food, keep them happy. Okay. You got a good attitude, and there. you you could send in the roughest guy in the world, and there will still make him happy. You're right. I've been attacked by the best, so I know. Really? Oh yeah. Who's the attacked? You? Oh, just you know, and they're done. They're happy. They leave, and then they're saying thank you. Right, because so, you know how to handle people. That's it. Keep them. Keep you them. Do. That's I've it, buddy, buddy. More free samples. <laughs> you have to at the bakery. Thank God for regular. I, I want to tell you something. <laughs> Everyone loves a free sample. <laughs> you got to. It's part of the business. And you'll get those people who, and you're about, yeah. I, I, when it's there, I light up. Yeah. Actually, I, th I, was, I think you're doing it right because sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not. And you never know. Well, that's why we keep the black and white cookies coming down fresh that's all smart. the time. Smart. Uh, I'm almost done. Uh, sell the end crust. Okay. End crusts of the rye. Yes. Why not just give those free? You throw them away. You know what? We really should give them out free, but a lot of the customers like want them. So if you, you, okay. you can't give everybody free bread because everybody will take them. Okay. And that, that's pretty yeah. much it. I, yeah. I, that's my, my, all. I, I think we have like donations. I, there's guys that come every day and pick up stuff from the bakery, like five, six bags every day of, of day old stuff. Whatever's left, we give it to charity. Now, what would you be, thanks for listening. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. And um, we'll follow up later about the bathroom. I got some specific plans, of, uh, ideas about okay. appliances. I like it. I like it. But um, yeah, that's the only thing I really, really, really wish you guys. Would. I'm totally with you on that. Totally. Yeah. And sometimes you need a new mirror too. Those mirrors get scratched up. They got to change the mirrors every now and then. Right. But the, the appliances have yeah. just been there too long. And, I, and I it, totally agree. All right. See, this is why you're so good. <laughs> is this the customer's always right? Are you just, no, but I 100% have said this. I'm preaching to the choir. 99 times I've brought this up, and 99 times I say, okay, okay. And You're right. <laughs> we got we to get we it done. We are right. We're going to get it done. Now, if you didn't go into the restaurant business, because I know you, yeah. you were born into it, yeah. and you naturally have an interest in it. 
It's like in your DNA. Yeah. Let's say that didn't happen. What if, I, I would have played baseball. I'm what? left-handed. I could throw the ball pretty good. And I, you think I, you'd be a pro baseball player? I think Come I would have tried. I'm, I'm I'm pretty good with baseball. And even if that now, didn't work out, you'd play for the NBA? Even now, I've got a couple mitts in my trunk, a couple <laughs> bats. We're ready to play ball at any time. Gary, yeah. the show is a fair question. Yeah. We keep everything honest. Yeah. But that sounds almost I, delusional. No, I'm telling you, I'm a pretty good baseball player. You think if you... Well, then why couldn't, why didn't you do both? Because I was in the deli business, but I've always loved so baseball. So the cantress is the only thing that's kept you back from being a starting Dodger. You know what? I swear <laughs> to God... I I think I could have been a pretty good baseball player. It's not too late. I could have knocked out at least 30 home runs a year easy. You really think so? Easy. Did you play Little League? You know, I always played, you know, Clearview. We played uh, softball, so I used to hit the ball over the fence. What's Clearview? I don't know. Clearview was a private school in Beverly Hills, right across from the Beverly Hills YMCA. That's because rich kids, would their parents would pay them to throw the ball real slow, so the kids would think that they could play in the the. We, we had a really good time at that school, and uh, it was close to Beverly High. And, of course, you met some nice girls, so it, it worked in. You have, I'll tell you this, yeah. you do have a love for baseball. I, it, I love baseball. And I, I, we, as a kid, I used to bring Hank Aaron corned beef sandwiches. Right. I used to stay at the Sheraton West Hotel Not downtown. Not that Hank Aaron, another guy who no, lived Hank in Hank Aaron Palm. with 755 home runs. <laughs> Hank Aaron, I, we used to bring him corned beef sandwiches in 67, 68. I was a little kid. Yeah, that must have been a thrill. Oh, him, Willie Mays. I got Clemente's autograph at home. I, we had a blast with all the baseballs. Okay, well, let's just say, yeah. and and I'm kidding around with yeah. you, and I I do love your passion for baseball. Yeah. I mean, your collection is crazy. I, I promise and, I would have been a player. I, I love it that much. I'm t- in, in my trunk right you now. You can't be th- playing Little League at, in your 50s. I know. Well, now I so, can't, but I, I'm just telling you. You're I, talking I, pro I, I baseball. I would have played baseball, for sure. Pro baseball. Yeah. Yeah, you never really played other than the elementary school. Well, we played, I, I threw the ball around with, with Eric Karros and some of the Dodgers. Actually, Eric Karros actually gave me his first baseman's mitt. So okay. it says, Gary, thanks for feeding One me. One day, I wanna, I'm going to, not to be like rude yeah. or anything, but I want to go to a batting cage. I got Sean Green's bat in my trunk in case I got to hit a home run. He had 49 home I runs with the Dodgers you to a in 2001. I, I need a little oh, help We could you. hit the ball pretty good. I'm telling you, I could hit the ball. And okay. I could play football pretty good, too. At Buckley, I was the fullback and, and weak side what defensive was Buckley? end. Buckley was in the Valley. It was High a school? private school. And, well, like the JV. And I, I used to knock him down pretty good. Okay. It's the best time I ever had was playing football. So you're an, you consider yourself an athlete and I, somewhere feel, in the world of athletics. I would knock the people down pretty good. I still got the good elbow here, and uh, I can knock them down pretty but, good. I swear, uh, best time ever. Listen, that was not an answer yeah. I was expecting either No, but o- offense and defense, it was the best time I ever had growing up. Right. Besides all the girls. And the cookies. And the cookies, of course, and the corned beef. Yeah. And, you know, good pastrami helps so too. Okay, just for the record, though, yeah. you, if you weren't in the restaurant business, you'd be a star? I, I would have played star? baseball. I would have 30 home runs a year. What would your average have been, batting average? Probably 285. Okay, so at least you're not, Yeah, you wouldn't be a 300. No, winner. 285. Okay. Yeah. And what if that didn't work out? I, I never thought of it, but uh, I me, always love sports. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, a lot of people go into a family business, and it's a double-edged sword. Because some will say, you just got it easy. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like you can't yeah. win. Yet, no. yet, you clearly have a gift. Yeah. You've made yourself an expert in this. Yeah. You grew up in it. You can never have had better training. No. Right? Oh, once you work at the deli and you're, you're there, you can run anything in the world. I mean, there's no one who knows no. a business who hasn't but grown up in it. You know what it is? It's psychology and it's understanding people. And you just one look, you can see if they're enjoying the food or not. And you got that jump on them to find out if they're having a good meal or not. But do you ever feel like, like someone could say, oh, it was the easier way? Or do you not care what people think? You know what? It just... I can't really say. I just always want to be 
my grandparents and my mother and father to be proud of what I do. So I always try to do the best I can when I'm at the deli. Well, that's a great answer. I mean, yeah. and that's, I can see you're being and sincere. I'm, re- I'm representing my grandparents, Ben and Jenny Cantor. So I think what would they say and what would they do? And that's usually what right. I do, whatever they would do. Right. Now, are you getting emotional? Because you look like you know, you're getting emotional. You know, you know and that's what? okay. They were great people. And when I think about them, uh, you know, I, I loved them very much. And it was, uh, I'm just very lucky to be in what, this family. What's the emotion about? Just, they were very, very special. Great memories going like over what, there as a little kid. What made them special? Just who they were, the way they taught me. What did they teach you? They just taught me to make every sandwich how you'd want to eat it, make it for the customer. Exactly how you want to make it for yourself, you make that one for the customer. And that's why I get there and make sure the meats are tender, fork tender, they're steamed properly, and everything comes out of the bakery nice. And even the bakers, if you want a little better, just don't start in with them too much to say, look, can we make this just a little bit better? And they do. And you learn that directly from your grandparents. My grandparents. And just keep everyone happy. And, and, and that's it. That's the secret to success. Keep them happy and you'll have, you know, repeat business. These pe- your grandparents, it sounds to me like when you're at work, your grandparents have passed. Yeah. But it sounds like they're still there. They're in me all the time. I think of them all the time. And, and they taught me, you know, how to do the pastrami that when you were there with, with Howie and the whole film crew, that was special pastrami. So they taught me how to do this. And, this goes back. Now I love them. There you go. But th- this comes <laughs> that, back to like 1924 in Jersey City. That's how they started. Everything was hand cut. So they didn't have machines. In the good old days, they used to go through 300 dozen French rolls on a Sunday. So that's like 3,600 sandwiches just on French rolls. It was just insane. Your grandparents, yeah. uh, your dad's parents, yes. were they immigrants? From Russia. They came from Minsk, Obernia in, in Russia. And they were kids when they came over? They were kids. They came to New York City. My grandfather was born in 1892. My grandmother was born in Brooklyn in 1900. And they met. She was in the garment industry. She was his boss. And they got married in 1918. I think July 18th, 1918. And uh, they celebrated their 50th anniversary at the Friars Club in Beverly Hills in 68. Wow. And, you know, I noticed from spending time with you on our shoots, you're a bit of a historian. I love history. I love, you know, Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth, all the old-time baseball players, and I just love the history of L.A. Now, you talk a lot about your grandparents, yeah. and, and but I don't hear you as much talking about your mom and dad, not to, not to yeah. slight them, yeah. but, but it sounds like you had a extra special relationship with your grandparents. I did. My mother and father, first of all, my mother, I, I owe her everything because raising me wasn't easy. I was just having way too much fun, so just to raise me was like raising five so I owe her a lot, and, and my dad was always great. He always taught me, you know, the values and take care of people and do business on a handshake. Mm-hmm. You still do that? I, I do. It's a little dangerous, isn't it? It is a little dangerous, but, uh, you know, sometimes you just have to trust people and they'll guide you the right direction. Mm-hmm. That's great. Are you spiritual? Absolutely. I, my great-great-grandfather was a big, big Kabbalic rabbi, and he lived to be 96 years old. He was born in... 1831, he died in 1925 in Shul after fasting all day on Yom Kippur. Oh, so they say in, on Russia, Sunday's yeah. written on Yom Kippur but to is die, sealed. To, to, to pass away, away. In, in Shul after fasting all day, this was a big guy. So I'm named after him. His name was Avram Pincus Goldberg or the Romanovich Rov. So I'm named after Wait, him. Go through that again. because His name right. was Avram Pincus Goldberg. And the region they lived in was Romanova. So the Romanovich Rov was his second name. And... Uh, he was my, my, my grandfather's mother's father. Okay. So I have pictures of him at home. Yeah. So anytime I need a little blessing, I go, hey, how you doing? 
good Shabbos, and uh, let's let's do this. Do you consider yourself religious? I'm not religious, but I definitely believe in 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 just treating everybody like you would treat feed the birds, feed the you know, just make everybody happy. And we're all from nature, so. Do you pray? I do pray. What what does that look like? Just you know, just say things and just little talk to uh, my grandfather and just say hi. Where I'm not. I just to... ask him to uh, let me follow in your footsteps. Show me where to go, and I'll follow in your footsteps. So he's about a kind of a hero of yours. Absolutely, you and and I look at him every day before I leave in the morning. I, I always talk to him. And I, I brought him a little schmear matzah for Passover, just in case. There you go. Schmear is what the schmear matzah. That's like the extra orthodox matzah that comes from Israel. Okay, it's round. It's, yeah, it's and the it's big round one it's... that's baked really nice. And uh, oh yeah, good that's stuff. Great. Rebar mitzvah. Absolutely, Shart Villa. What's Chartel? It was a, a like an Orthodox temple on Beverly and Poinsettia. Mm-hmm. So I had a nice uh, bar mitzvah there Saturday, and then had a nice little get together at the at the Beverly Hills Hotel at thirteen with uh, with all my girlfriends. Now I'm going to ask you something yeah. again that I'm curious about. Yeah. Since I've met you. Yeah. And and I'm I'm not sure what the answer is going to be. Yeah. I'm almost afraid to ask it. I'm ready. But in the show, yeah, there's no such thing. No, I'm so- ready. Now, I, you say buddy, buddy. Yes. And you say it a, a lot. Yeah. And I don't know. I know a guy who said called people chicky because yeah. he didn't want to remember their names. Yeah. It was like a trick so that he could make people, it felt yeah. warm, but it was a yeah. trick because so he, he just didn't remember names. Yeah. So I don't know if it's, you do it for that reason or these are your options. It's another game show. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a Tourette's kind <laughs> no, of thing no. t- or a nervous habit. No, it really happened. Or we had a, a warmth. What is it? We had a licensing deal. We had a canners at TI Treasure Island in Vegas. So when I'd walk into the kitchen, I couldn't remember like 80 chefs names. So, you know, if you call the guy the wrong name, if it's Nick or not, you're in trouble. So Great to see you, buddy, buddy. And so, buddy, buddy started when we opened up Treasure Island in two thousand and three. So, if so, before two thousand and three, yeah. it was schmucko, schmucko. Well, we we didn't use buddy, buddy yeah. as much. But when we you know see the good people in Vegas, they're buddy, buddy, how you doing, buddy? All right, buddy, done, buddy, buddy. Is it an OCD thing? Though? No, it's just how they talk over there. Okay, and you're I'm in just the kitchen. Curious. When you're in the kitchen with the chefs and they got knives, you got to you know make friends. So it was out of the the thousand. You say Ti Treasure Island. Treasure Island, yes. And then from that, because if you meet Gary, yeah. if you meet him more than once, yeah. he's going to say, buddy, buddy. buddy it's just, it's kind of in my blood by now. Buddy, buddy, how you doing, buddy? And Am I the only one who's ever asked? No, you it just uh, people have asked, and it's just a good way of greeting people. Well, I mean, it's it's definitely warm. Yeah, I actually you know? uh, trademarked buddy, buddy. I had the Yankees. <laughs> I trademarked I buddy, did. buddy, and I had the Yankees sign my buddy, buddy hats. Derek Jeter and Reggie Jackson and a lot of the... The players signed my buddy, buddy hats. Now you've become, through your work yeah. life, have become close with a lot of athletes. Absolutely. When when Sean Green was with the Dodgers, he was really close. I used to bring him corned beef sandwiches. Only Jewish player on the Dodgers yeah. at the time, right? he was really cool. But now we, we feed Clayton Kershaw, loves the cheesecake. And uh, Andre Ether comes in all the thing. I just We just saw Yasil Puig at Dodger Stadium for the, what they had a hockey game there about three months ago, so... He stopped in and had a pastrami sandwich. I just came up with a great idea. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. Now, I know you got a lot of family. Yeah. It takes time for things to, it sounds like, get through the, through <laughs> yeah. the top. Here's what I'm getting. I'm, I'm, and I'm good at these yeah. ideas. I, I'm going to just be real honest. And I might sound like I'm bragging. I'm no, not no, trying no. to. But I would do a thing called the Cantor's Corned Beef Club. And it's not a sandwich. Yeah. It's that when, at, you get a card. And... Every, uh, when you hit your either 100th or you yeah. want to go 1,000th. 
Okay. 100th sounds maybe 500. Fine. You get five free corned beef sandwiches. I like it. I like it. I mean. You know, I love marketing. I love running contests. I mean, I, I, I think too. it's brilliant. You know, I work I in it. game shows. But and, I love, but that's what you should do. And the Cantor's corned beef. I, I got to talk to them in the office and let them, hey, this is a good idea. I mean, it's even, like hip. It's like it's rewarding cool. people. It's, it's, even if you have a pickle eating contest, just a ruggle eating contest, let's have some fun. You win, you get 500 bucks. I, you know, yeah. I really love yeah. that kind of stuff because now yeah. this is the big question yeah. is, I hear all this history in the past. Yeah. But what's the next? What's the next level? Thing? So I totally, I'm I mean, totally is great. No, but you know, you got to always look ahead. The street is so cool right now. And with all these now new he, stores. Right. When he says they're cool, what he's tra- saying is Gary is there used to be, not that it wasn't, it was cool if you uh, were an Orthodox Jew. Yeah. Because it was all ba- pastry shops and, Jew- and Judaica stores. Exactly. Now it's skateboard shops yeah. and, and tennis shoes, Nike, and, all the cool stuff. And the suddenly cool. it's turning into Melrose. It's it's beyond Melrose. It's like the hottest street in the city right now. It's We're, we're two blocks north of the Grove and everybody's on Fairfax. I and mean, the Grove is where there's the famous farmer's yeah, market. farmer's and, market. But the question yeah. is, you know, like I said, nostalgia is one thing. Yeah. But where do you go from here? You know, we definitely have to up our game and to have things like what you mentioned is brilliant. And I just have to run it by the, our friends in the office and get it done. Here's something that all of you will notice when you go to Canners. And I do suggest you pop in there just for the yeah. experience, very least. At least grab something from the bakery yeah. and ask for Gary. Yeah. Now, buddy, buddy. <laughs> buddy, buddy. Buddy, buddy. We're in, buddy. <laughs> I don't want to say you may okay. charge me. You're trying to no, copyright we'll take that care end. of him. I'll take Here's care of him. Here's the deal. Yeah. You'll never see anything like this, guys. Um, they don't use computers. Like they use, you guys have an old school register, <laughs> no, I, pencil to paper. Yeah, it's it's Is old that, school. What's going on with that? It's just, you know, it's like old school. I mean, we're lucky we have color TVs there. You're lucky you're not in the bar watching the Zenith black and white TV from 1966. <laughs> if you change your, why, jingle your keys, the channel changes. But you're probably the only <laughs> restaurant I've seen that hasn't gone computerized. Eventually they have to. I think it's just old school and they're waiting one of our cashiers, she just passed away a couple of years ago, she, we couldn't have credit cards because she wouldn't do the credit cards. She was from Mississippi, and she says, no, no, no. So we, we it took us a long time to get credit cards. Well, you cards. have two lines. You have credit card yeah, and cash. but we never took credit cards till maybe 10 years ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So just to get with that was a process. So some people can't come out here to L.A., and they just are, like, really interested in seeing the place. And what would be some TV shows or films you might... Uh, they just interiors, did Mad, Mad, Men just, Mad Men just filmed there. They just... Their first opening episode, they just filmed it Sunday night. So they were there. Enemy of the State was there. They do all kinds of films and shoots all the time. Deal with it. The yeah. show I'm on. Yeah. On TBS that Howie Mandel produces yeah. and a bunch of other great guys. Howie's the best. Yeah. We love you, Howie. <laughs> you treat us well. Yeah. Mike Harney, Roy Banks. <laughs> We've got uh, the whole group is over there. I, I, I'm feeling, am I forgetting one? But I, you do a great job of taking care of uh, oh, You have shoots. to. Got to mean, it, it comes out better. When we give you good food, you're going to feel better and your show's going to be better. So yeah. you, you guys are the all-stars. Well, It's an all-star team. You guys, you, like I said, you did a great job taking care of us both those times. Uh, wasn't there a, uh, uh, was there anything else, any 50s films, 60s films? You know, there's so, I ought to be in pictures, I think in 81 with Walter Matthau was filmed there. And there's so many things in the 60s that were done and everybody would hang out there. I mean, the rock and rollers, the who and all the big bands were there all the time in the 60s. Jim Morrison, I mean, Jimi Hendrix, everybody was hanging out there in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, it was a cool place to go, and and everybody hung out there. Now, if you've probably you're probably aware of this, um, about early '90s there was a 
deli called Jerry's. Yes. They had one in Studio City yes. and maybe another one or two somewhere. Yeah. And then they expanded. Yes. And they showed up by the Beverly Center. Yes. Which I hear that's gone out of business if it hasn't yet. Well, you know what it is? The and rent, they kept raising the rent. So the rent, there's probably 50 grand a month, you know, and it gets to a point where you can't afford to stay in business. So you think that um, that was what put has Absolutely. Absolutely. If you don't own your property, it's not going to be easy to stay in business. And especially, you know, these days, everything's uh, more. Your electric bill, your water bill, everything's higher. Now, people I've heard say yeah. that um, that uh, some business owners say that California is anti-business. How do you experience that? You know what? The mayor, Eric Garcetti, was just at the deli Sunday. So he couldn't be any nicer and... I gave him a honey cake. He actually put the honey cake on his, uh, tweeted out a picture of his honey cake. I, I put happy Passover and he showed it at, so he, he couldn't be any nicer. And I, I think we're in good hands with him. Yeah. So you feel that the city has been, he's as a, good he's as a great ever. mayor. He's open-minded. I mean, he's, he's definitely on the all-star team. You mentioned there are a lot of rockers that hang out there or have hang out oh, there. Tell me about in that. In the 60s, everybody was like toasted out of their mind. Neil Young used to be a taxi cab driver on Sunset, and after the clubs let out, he would, for a dollar, he would take you to Canners. And he wrote that in the Rolling Stone magazine. So everybody who's anybody was in Hollywood had to end up at Canners at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. It was just how it was. Right. You, you played the whiskey, you, all those rock and roll clubs, whatever was going on. You come to Canners, and every night of the week, the bakery was empty. There wasn't nothing left. It was they that just busy. cleaned it out. They cleaned it out. And I mean, there used to be a hundred motorcycles parked in front of there sometimes in the 60s. Do with, you ever think like, how do we recapture that? I mean, not that you're yeah, suffering. No, but it, it was just a, spe a special time. It was almost like Woodstock every weekend. It just happened and, and you can't recreate it, but we're going to have to do some new things and hopefully we'll have some contests. Well, like you said, yeah. though, well... I like the I like the corned beef one. I just something yeah. about that. I, it, listen, I love that. Just to have that stuff, watch them go at it. But that's not to be an eating contest. It's a matter of yeah. getting repeat business. Absolutely. So, that, so when they're in the, the club, buzz up. yeah. Or it's like yeah. you get a hundred. Once you've eaten a hundred, you get five, ten bucks off whatever your meal. Whatever it is, give them a free sandwich. Give them ten free sandwiches. Whatever. whatever it takes. Let's yeah. have a winner. Yeah, I just think that yeah. that is different. Like it's like. Uh, you know yeah, what? We're saying the They're going to get a trophy. Canner's best customer, best hot pastrami, and we'll keep the girls happy and the buddy buddy special. Right. I like that. Now, um, what? What if now Neil Young was singing at that time? Or no, he was just trying to survive. He was just like <laughs> it was in the Rolling Stone magazine when they had their fiftieth anniversary issue that came out four or five years ago. And in the issue, it's it's he wrote a. a, a I had no idea till I read it. It. it for you and your yeah. life, um, most of your life, I mean, it, it's the deli and it's yeah. your family. You've got a, a wife. You've got a beautiful daughter. Yeah. I know they're ex obviously yeah. extremely important to you. Yeah. What, what's the future look like for you? You know what? We're doing a lot of licensing deals, so we're with a good company now. And uh, I think we could be all over the world soon. What does that mean, licensing deals, for people who don't know? Uh, there could be like a smaller version of canners, cornby pastrami, some babkas. Some of our all-star items, like in different countries. So just like the corned beef sandwich could be... Yeah, corned beef, somewhere. pastrami, cheese blintzes, potato pancakes, knishes, and just everything's hand-cut and just served right in front of you. Are you guys... There's only like four... There are four big delis in LA or five. There's yeah. Langer's, like you mentioned. Yeah. They don't even... They're not open for dinner. No, but they do a good job. They're, okay. they're a good deli. Right. And, they, and they've they been make, around forever. Yeah. And then you've got Nate and Alice in Beverly Hills. They do a great job. They're very good. Were you surprised to see Junior's leave and then get bought by... They um, didn't own the property. That's why they're not there. 
the then, guy raised the rent, and he just didn't have faith, whatever. And he's, I bet a, the new owner, he's a nice guy. They, they're in a great location, so you should have, you know, good people eating there. The west side? Yeah. Almost west side? It's west side. You're by the beach there. Why? I mean, right there. Well, they're on Westwood Boulevard, yeah. which is not exactly the beach. Why is the beach? Why is there no deli west of the 405? You know, there used to be a, a deli called Zucky's. Oh, there is. Yeah, Zucky's, Sorry. but they went yeah. out. But uh, it's very hard to find people to do, you know, this old school stuff. And it was taught to me by my grandparents. And a lot of the bakers now are become doctors and lawyers. Yeah, and there is one. Yeah. Uh, sorry, there was there is one deli. I think it's on Wilshire. Um, yeah, down by the beach. They opened yeah. up about fifteen years ago. They're pretty good. Not I don't bagel, know the name. Not, no, there's one that's twenty four seven. Yeah, uh, I know. I, there's Seinfeld shot there. Yeah, it's uh, a good place. I, I there's one. That I don't even know where it is, but I know when you walk on the walkway down there on like th whatever it is, third or fourth avenue, there's some deli there. Yeah, this one's actually a little further yeah. east. But do you feel in competition with these guys? No competition. We love everybody. If you're in the deli business, you're ready on the all star team. Because because you you, you got to be ready to get hammered and you're going to get hammered. That's why it's got to be delicious. Why do restaurants fail? Because you got to really care about what you're doing and you have to have the passion to check on the food and make sure it's delicious. And I, I sample the food every day. And and how do you not weigh three hundred pounds? My metabolism. I'm always walking a lot, and I just uh, thank God for good genes. I, I thank my my parents all the time. Now your daughter is she going to interested in the business? I think she's in the modeling area, so she's in a good area. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier for her. She won't get messed up. Why is it when I was in New York, uh, the bagels are so much better than they are out here? And why don't... Hold on yeah. a second. I, I'm gonna, yeah. I got a second part to this. Yes, yes. <laughs> my understanding of it is not only is it the New York water, yeah. but they boil their bagels before yeah. they bake them. Well, we boil them too, but New York, it's the, it's the recipes, it's tradition, how you're taught... And it just comes out better on the bagels in New York. Now, we have good bakery. I mean, the, the, our Danishes are great. Our coffee cakes are great. But New York is known for their bagels, and they do have a better bagel. Well, isn't there a way to get around, make that you know your what? the better bagel? We boil them. They, sometimes do. they push them in the oven. But our guys, sometimes they're so much in a hurry getting the Danishes out. And then, because they got to hurry up, because then the bread bakers are coming in to start baking the rye bread. And it's got to proof. Sometimes they're in a hurry, and they... They rush the bagels a little bit, and it might not just come out as crispy as you right. want. Well, your thing yeah. is the rye. Yeah. The rye I mean, bread's there is great. no doubt. This rye bread's from Jersey City, 1924. That rye bread it can, is on. We pickle our own pickles. The pickles are made on the premises. There's not many people that even make their own pickles. I mean, everything's cured. The salad dressings are made from scratch. I mean, anything you need, it's www.cannersdeli.com. You can learn about it on the website. C-A-N-T-E-R-S. We never even had a website till three years ago. My wife put it together. I'm telling you the truth. We have no website. So www.candorsdeli.com and you can find out about us. Well, we're almost out of time. Yeah. It's totally flown by yeah. here. Um, any secrets of you want to share with us? You know, you just just always make got to make everybody feel like family, make everybody feel special and just keep them happy. Don't mm -hmm. start in with anybody. Just you got to make friends in this business. Now, I know your grandfather... Yeah. What was his name? Ben, Ben Cantor. Ben Cantor obviously meant a lot to you. We've yes. talked a bit about him. Um, going beyond, yeah. you want to make the sandwich like yeah. you're making it for family. Absolutely. What about any other th words of wisdom, gems that maybe you could share to all of us listening? You know what? You? It, when, once you're behind the bakery and you have baked goods there and you give somebody a fresh pastry or a rugula and they eat it, food is love. So they're going to, oh my God, I love you. And just, it's just simple. Once you have that opportunity to meet people, meet them. 
And that can be whether you're giving regular or you know what, start, you're a lawyer or accountant. You know, starting out young in that business as a kid, you got the feel of it by meeting people. So I had the confidence of of meeting people and it just went through the years. It was just saying hello, treat people like family and make friends. Well, you know, in my family, because I have a very close family, yeah. my mom and dad still always pick up the bill. Of course. And I consider you like family yeah. and you are yeah. older than me. I mean, not <laughs> crazy, but... I expect the next time I come in yes, town. Yes, we'll take care of it. I, this we is, will, yes. This one's on, uh, yes, Candace. on my family. Uh, yes, we'll take care of I'm you. I'm totally kidding. Done, it's done. No, no, it's done. I wouldn't do it because I would be, that would be <laughs> like uh, uh, something of impropriety. It wouldn't look right. No. And, well, I don't, and I'm not looking for anything well, free. Well, we'll Honestly. get your, we'll No, no, no. You guys are great. Thank I was you. kidding. I no, totally no, no, was no. kidding. <laughs> it's the appearance of impropriety. I don't want that. No. I want nothing from you. I know. We're just joking. Just keep doing what you're doing and that's enough, really. We're going to get you a great pastrami. You, you do a great job. And I want to thank all of you also for listening. And um, when you're in L.A., say hi to Gary. He usually is in the morning. Love you guys. Come yeah. on down. I'll make you the best sandwich in the world. All right. And he will. He'll do it personally. But make sure you wash your hands first. Okay. I always wash my hands every day, about 90 <laughs> times a day. Buddy, buddy. Okay. We love you, buddy, buddy. <laughs> all, right. all right. Thanks again, everyone. We'll see you soon right here on Vic Cohen's It's a Fair Question. It is. Always. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair quest, quest, question.